Welcome to the podcast, Just Saying. I'm Joe McCormick, your host, and thanks for joining in. Today, we're going to talk about brain basics, penguins on an iceberg. I'm really happy that you joined us. I'd love for you to subscribe, and please give us a positive review on iTunes. We are building a movement of motivated communicators, people that care about being clear and concise. As many of you know, I've written a book called Brief, Make a Bigger Impact by Saying Less, and I'm the managing director and founder of the Brief Lab, where we help organizations and leaders master the art of concise communication, really getting to the point. Today, we're going to talk about something which is really important, and it's the effect of all of this infobesity, information overload on the brain. And it is really troubling. Um, Somebody I met once said the brain is an amazing processor, but a terrible storage device. And we're going to look at the brain as a processor. And are we killing off our ability to focus? You know, writing a book about brevity, really, we're spending a lot of time focusing on people's inability to focus. And that's one of the reasons why you need to be clear and concise, because people can't pay attention. The quality of their attention is declining. And it's really worry. It worries me and it worries a lot of people that, you know, everything is getting tuned out and you have to be able to get to the point. It's an almost an adaptive strategy. So we're going to talk about the brain as a processor and, and what we need to do to understand that better so that we can become even better communicators. Um, I mentioned in the opening sequence that about penguins on an iceberg, it was a funny story because as many of you know, I do a lot of work with special operations and I was talking to a friend of mine who is an Air Force Special Operations and he is you know, a ridiculously talented guy. And, and I asked him once, how do you remember all the things that you need to know? Because you're constantly training and your brain just must be filled with all the stuff that you need to know. Operating in different climates and and altitudes and deploying with different teams and techniques and ta- I mean all it's just amazing how much information you know this guy has to shove in his brain and he says you know Joe it's just like penguins on an iceberg and I'm like what do you mean he goes well information kind of look at it like, like like an iceberg and you can only fit a certain amount of penguins on an iceberg so when I learn something new I just shove a fat penguin off the other side and that's the way it goes and I thought that was kind of funny information storage is like penguins on an iceberg well we're going to look at today it's like how do we you know, how do we process information? And a number of years ago, I worked with a client, and ironically, we're going to talk about, a lot about what that client does. The company's called Cogmed. They were acquired a number of years ago. They're out of Sweden, and they specialize in working memory training, brain training, and the whole art of, you know, how do you retrain your brain? Um, the reason we need to talk about this today is because, because the brain is an amazing processor, our ability to focus is in decline, so the processor seems like it's slowing down. We need to better understand how infobesity, information overload, affects the brain. What is the impact of multitasking on our brains? And it's significant. You know, the feeling of being kind of cloudy and, and hazy and not being able to, to, to tune in on things is, it hurts, it hurts you know, a lot of, a lot of people. So let's let's take a let's take a close look at what we have here and and um, and, and take a deeper dive. <clears throat> um, first of all, just kind of like an overview, and I don't pretend to be an expert in, on the brain or neuroscience, but I just as far as an over, overview, you know, kind of look at the parts of the brain. You know, you've got 
you know, the frontal lobe, which, you know, handles things like executive function and thinking, planning, organizing, problem solving, emotions, behavioral control, personality, the motor cortex, which handles movement, right? So think about brain injuries and how they can affect different parts of the brain and different functions that you that you have. Um, the sensory cortex, which is sensations, the parietal lobe, you know, perceptions, making sense of the world, math, spelling. Um, there's a part of the brain that handles vision, the temporal lobe handles memory, understanding language. So there's all these parts of the brain. And in in the interconnection of all, you know, the brain is it's remarkable, you know, just you know what's you know what's going on inside our head. And really what we want to tackle right now is the effect of having so much information, sort of challenging our attention, this whole concept of multitasking. And, and the effect, the negative effect of multitasking. Um, and if you look at multitasking a little bit deeper, um, what multitasking is doing is it's creating a do dopamine addiction feedback loops. Dope, we'll talk about this a little bit more, but dopamine is the sort of reward system in the brain, these pleasure rewards. And, you know, in the brain, these dopamine releases these these feedback loops are rewarding us for multitasking. In, in essence, you're getting rewarded for losing focus because you're looking for new stimulation, new dopamine releases. Okay, if you look at the brain, I mean the brain is comprised of a trillion nerve cells, and each each of them making thousands of connections, these neural pathways. And what's happening when you're multitasking is you're altering your brain in a pretty fundamental way. Um, what it's doing really is dividing your attention. So if you look at the, the analogy of, you know, being able to pay attention and focus is like, you know, the brain is a processor, it's a computer, right? So you, if you divide that attention, it's like opening apps. You know, my kids laugh at me because they grab my, my, uh, my smartphone, my iPhone, and they open it up and they, they're like, Dad, look at how many apps you have open. Why well, forget to close them? I think, well, it doesn't really matter. But in fact, it does matter because it slows the phone down. And there's times where I, my phone doesn't do anything. And they're like, well, it doesn't do anything because you've got 60 apps open. And, they, and they, they, they close them all. And surprise, surprise, the phone works better. It's faster. It's the same thing with the brain, right? So th there's this myth or an illusion that in the modern world, you know, access to information, having all these apps opened or thoughts or I can do I can multitask and do a lot of things makes us more effective in the research is it proves that the, the exact opposite is is the case what does it do um, it, it makes us lose first of all lose impulse control it drives down our ability to focus or pay attention and it just diminishes the processing power of the brain the ability for the brain you know to kind of do what it needs to do you know, reason and 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 focus and in in all the amazing things that the brain does. So, I think we probably need to clarify some terms here because I think there's some terms here that, again, would help us understand just at a general level what's going on in the brain. Well, you've got terms that you'll hear that are almost synonymous, but they're different, right? So the terms that you'll hear are like focus is one or attention span, uh, memory. Um, you have executive function, 
short-term memory, long-term memory, working memory. These are all terms that sort of float in and out um, of the picture. And some of them are synonymous. Some of them overlap. Some of them are subsets or umbrella terms. But let's kind of look at them, you know, according to, uh, you know, our friends at Merriam-Webster. So focus is defined as a center of activity, attraction, or attention, um, a point of concentration. So let's look at focus as the ability of our brain to to f to highlight a, a particular point of concentration, to concentrate on something, okay? Then you have attention span, which is defined as the length of time during which one, such as an individual or a group, is able to concentrate or remain interested. So the attention span is really the sustained focus. So how am I able to, over what period of time, concentrate? Then you have executive function, which is really an interesting term because executive function is is really sort of an umbrella term. Um, if you look at, it's really comprised of working memory. It's one thing. Uh, cognitive flexibility. Some people also refer to that as flexible thinking, and then inhibitory control, which just includes self-control. And if you look at the areas of executive function, executive function is responsible for, for things like paying attention, organizing and planning, initiating tasks and staying focused on them, regulating emotions. It becomes really important to be a successful professional is to have strong executive function. And what we're going to talk specifically about is not about all the aspects of the brain. I'm going to go into like a deeper dive. I'm not going to do that. But what I do want to focus on is one particular part of the brain, which is called working memory. And this goes back to this client that we had 10 years ago. Working memory is this really fascinating thing because it's defined really as the ability of the brain to hold information temporarily um, in the brain in the moment. So think of working memory like RAM, rapid access memory for a computer. So when, you're, when your working memory um, starts to drop, it's like your RAM slowing down because you have too many apps open. Well, the same thing happens in the brain your working memory declines. Well, this client over a decade ago in Sweden, and these are the same people that work at, the, at this institute, the Karolinska Institute that gives out the Nobel Peace Prize, concluded that the, the brain is plastic or malleable or shapeable. It's a huge discovery. It means the, the, the brain, you, it's, you can change it. it can, it's alterable. So when, when people would start to, to uh, complain of losing their focus or their working memory is weakening, the question was, is could you regain it? And they concluded that you could, and they actually tested that you could regain it. It's really, it's a positive thing, and we're going to talk more about that in subsequent podcasts. But the idea is that we need to be able to focus. It's part of executive function. Working memory is absolutely critical for that, and it's something that a lot of people um, they struggle with because they're, they're, that working memory is in decline. Um, an easy way of thinking of this is the ability to hold digits in your head. So back in the day, people could remember phone numbers, right? Phone numbers are nine digits long, typically. Some other countries might be 10 or 11 digits long. People would remember those things. Well, now that naturally declines as people get older, but now they found in the information age because their brain is being so saturated with information at a constant rate and pace that your ability to hold those digits now is shrinking. So people now can hold five or six digits where in the past they could hold nine. That's working memory. And it's like having 128 you know, megabytes of 
RAM or a gigabyte of RAM, increasing that working memory improves the processor, decreasing that working memory slows it down. So what, what's happening right now with us, huge surprise to nobody, is that we're constantly consuming information. Well, it's going to weaken our working memory, our ability to focus, and some of the feelings of that um, that you have are troubling, right? It's overstimulating the brain in, you know, cortisol and adrenaline, and it creates mental fog and kind of scrambled thinking. It's kind of a one one way of, one way of looking at it. Why is this important? Well, we we need to recognize that consuming information at the rate that we consume it now is changing and reshaping our brain, and it's affecting how we focus, how we concentrate, and fundamentally how we think. Your ability to, to focus and concentrate is critical to the things that we do every day, right? You're in a meeting, somebody's talking to you, you start getting scattered because you, you're thinking about, you're multitasking, you're not paying attention to that person, you're missing what they're saying, and you're thinking, well, I'm doing all these things well, and you're, and, and you're doing all of them poorly. Your working memory is dividing your attention. It's it's real. Your distractions are are dividing your attention. I should say. You're you're in a con- you're 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 at work and you're at your computer and, and then an alert goes off on your phone. Well, all of a sudden your brain, you know, your your focus shifts to something different and you're not on task anymore. This affects people's performance professionally. Um, you know, taking these shortcuts. So that's just a little a little bit of an overview of why this is so important and why we need to pay more attention to it. We, again, we live in a world where, you know, this is, um, it's starting to be a big concern with people is, is what is the effect of information overload on the brain and the, and the effect specifically on focus and working memory is, is significant, right? The, the ability to keep information in mind um, and, and, and focus and really concentrate critical skill and that's seriously in decline. You're talking about attention spans right now that are hovering around eight seconds. So what what are some ways to fix this? Certainly taking brain breaks, right? Disconnecting from technology, rest and sleep as we talked about in previous podcast is an enormous one. Meditation or just quiet time to think alone. Separating yourself from technology. And again, no multitasking. So avoiding the temptation of trying to do everything well and you're doing nothing well. Right, one thing at a time. Just saying.